going on, Lifesavers? Welcome back to another episode of the Exploring with Micah podcast, the bi-weekly, bi-weekly, <laughs> the bi-weekly podcast where I will be breaking down my healing journey and what I am learning, and most importantly, to make you feel seen, heard, and supported upon your own healing and spiritual journey. I am your host, Micah Jones. And for anyone who's watching the video version of this, I am wearing this interesting coat thing, so it's going to make a little bit of noise in the microphone, and I apologize, but I don't know, it looks really cute, and I like it. But today, I really want to be talking about something I've been struggling with a lot of my life, which is validation. You know, I always tell people, you know, don't seek validation, you know, you're better than that, you don't need anyone else's opinion. But at the end of the day, let's be real, when you were taught as a child that to value other people's opinions, you're going to value other people's opinions. Regardless if you say, oh, I don't care what they think or not, deep down, if they said something to you that hurt your feelings, that is going to hurt you. And that's because naturally we value other people's opinions. And For a lot of areas of my life, I've gotten over that, but there's one area that I've struggled with the most as far as my self-worth, and that is actually my relationship with social media. I have struggled a lot with social media. Just to give a little bit of backstory on how I built this relationship with the internet and why I feel so comfortable speaking about these things online, I didn't go to my family for my problems when I was younger. In my family environment, my mom was too was too anxious and nervous and worried, so I didn't tell her anything. I didn't want to tell my dad because he was just hostile and he would beat me down for even just expressing my emotions because he was afraid to express his own. And there's just so many aspects of things that were happening to me in my life that I was not prepared to take on properly. And... Instead of me communicating to another person, another friend, or any of these people, I communicated with the internet. I used used the internet as my outlet because it felt like it was a lower barrier to entry and people wouldn't judge me. You know, I didn't need to see someone's face that was going to hurt me, you know, potentially hurt me. I always thought like human interaction, like speaking to another person in person about how I felt would only cause me pain. So I always steered clear of that my whole life. And I always turned to the internet, making videos, podcasts, going live, all to try and express myself in a way that I thought I would be accepted. Now, that in a way did work for me for a very long time. It did. My self-worth was horrible, but it was, it was being validated by millions of people. I've grown accounts, now pop them up on the screen right here. I, I was, I've grown many accounts of people that all were supporting my journey, but the problem was is that I became dependent upon their validation for my journey. Things in my life, like if I expressed about something that was different than the normal topics I talked about and it wouldn't do well, I felt like I wasn't good enough. Like what I was saying didn't matter. And you know, just all of this self-hatred, self-deprecation, And it was difficult for me. And I've been working through those traumas over the last couple years. And I'm on the last leg of it right now. For example, I've... You're going to see this on TikTok. And you're going to probably see this on Instagram too. I I posted something on TikTok. And recently, I've been having a post when I get 50 likes. And I'm used to getting 
and I have put an expectation that I get hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of likes. And because that post only got 50 likes, I felt like I was worthless. I felt like my self-esteem was actually dependent upon the amount of likes and views that I had. And that's when I realized maybe I don't really show love to all parts of myself. And, you know, I want to break something down that I think a lot of us uh, should really start to consider when we have our relationship with the internet, right? Especially if you post anything, regardless if you're posting something to a big audience of people or posting something to just your friends and family, this applies. The, the, entire asp- the entire relationship another person has with the internet is purely dependent upon them. But for me, it was essentially conditional love. I was in a traumatic relationship with Instagram and TikTok. It was purely conditional love. I put something out in hopes of receiving validation for what I just said. And and then if I didn't get that, I felt like I wasn't good enough. Let's revert that to something in your childhood. When you force yourself to play a sport, try an interest just to make your parents happy, just to get them to love you and get get their attention, you do anything. You would sacrifice so much of yourself and your own interest just to make your parents love you it's the exact same relationship only in this case you can't control how much love your parents give you we know this and even though we want to make it seem like we want our parents to love us and we really really do there's only so much that we can do as people that we can do as their kids in hopes that they will love us same thing when you post something on the internet there's only certain things that you can do in hopes it gets more engagement But at the end of the day, it's decided upon the other people. It's decided upon the algorithms, whether or not they're going to show love to your content, to what you have to say, to the cute picture of you, to the quote that you posted, all of it. And and I realized that the fact that I was trying to control an outcome and when the outcome didn't happen, I felt like I wasn't good enough. That's when I realized I was in a toxic relationship with Instagram and TikTok. And I think a lot of us are, you know, like if you put up a post and it only gets five likes and you have a thousand followers, you're going to feel one way or another about that. You know, like you're going to feel like you're not good enough. You're going to feel like, you know, maybe what I just put up right now is not worthy because it didn't receive validation. No, like I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm so frustrated with that idea. Like, no, I am worthy of Love, I am worthy of putting things out into the world and I do not need the validation for my being, for my spirit and what I want to express. I don't need validation for those things. Now, I'm in an interesting predicament. I sit in a situation in which I have this interesting relationship with the internet, right? I'm posting this and you're seeing this right now. It's... Because I'm, I'm choosing to express online what I think a lot of us hold in the closet. And we all just deal with equally. You know, I was really afraid to even talk about this topic in the first place. Because it, I don't know if it's going to do well. Literally, I don't know if it's going to feel, if, if I'm, I'm going to receive validation for expressing this part of myself. That's so bad. That is so bad. And... It's interesting because for me, social media played the role of friendships and relationships. I didn't talk to my friends about my problems because they didn't feel like they could help me. You know, you, have you ever have that? Like, you're, you're, you're speaking to a friend. You're speaking to 
um, a partner, but you feel like they're not hearing you. Or maybe you feel like they just actually can't help you. So you just don't talk to them because they're the same people who come to you all the time for advice. But the advice that you need is something that your friends can't offer you. Someone was DMing me about that, and I thought it was a really interesting point, and it actually slowly but surely inspired me to make this podcast today. I know I came into this podcast hot, we're on the fire, on the coals, but I got a lot I want to say, and I'm posting this podcast early actually this week because I'm going to be in Lake Tahoe, I probably won't have much service, but you know, having the role of a million people validate me to try and fill the void of an actual friend is what I did my whole life. I tried to get as many followers and many likes as possible in hopes that would make up for the love that my father never gave me. That's a horrible relationship. And that's why I'm saying I had a horrible relationship with the internet. My relationship with the internet was so, so toxic. And just to kind of put it all together, that is a mix of my story about my struggle with the internet. And feeling inadequate when I post something and it doesn't receive validation. Now, I'm, I'm saying all this is purely as a healing process for myself to start the process of loving and accepting that part of me that wants validation still, but without needing the internet to give it to me, you know? And I think a lot of us need to, to figure, out, figure that out as well. Like even when you're, you're texting a friend or you're calling someone just to get their approval upon something that's right for you, I think a lot of us need to start having more confidence in our own abilities to do things for ourselves, make our own decisions, and do what's best for ourselves. And I think a lot of us don't do that, right? Like, it, we, we create these codependent relationships, right? Like, you're, you depend on the approval of other people in order to feel inadequate about a decision that you're making that's right for you. That doesn't make any sense. We, we shouldn't have a relationship like that. Like... That's not support, that's dependency. And I don't believe any healthy relationship should be dependent, but it should be supportive upon whatever the decision you choose to make. There's a difference between asking someone about their thoughts about a decision that you're making about your life and making that decision and then asking for their support upon that decision. There's a complete difference. Let's, let's even put this in a scenario. Let's say you're deciding not to go to college. You can't talk to your family about in trying to get their in trying to get their validation for you wanting to not go. They're going to probably try and get you to go. It's just part of the generational thing. But when you make the decision saying you're not going to go and then you reach out to your family and ask them for support, that's a completely different dynamic. It's saying, I made an independent decision, but I know I'm not going to be able to hold myself accountable to this or get through this next stage of my life alone, so I need your help. That, I think, is where true communication and true bonding can come in because a real friendship is somebody who supports this. The, a real friendship, let me, let me restart. A real friendship is somebody who supports the decisions that you already make that's best for you and not trying to manipulate the, your decision making. They support whatever decision you make. They're not trying to change your decision that will make them feel like they're better or trying to impose their opinion of how they see your life going upon you. They simply support you in whatever decisions you make for your life that prevents codependency. All right, you guys. I want to talk about 
because I've been having this relationship with the internet for years and those other accounts that I put up on the screen, I no longer have them. So it's like I'm going to kind of express to you uh, the, the process of the relapse that I've been having. And I'm going to make that its own separate section. And then the breakdown of this podcast that I should have said in the beginning, but I apologize that I didn't. I just really felt getting into this topic. The fourth section of this podcast is my story, the one we just went over right now. Second is my relapse. Like, I feel like social media for me is just as addictive as a drug. And I've been relapsing on it for years. The same problems, too. And thirdly, the lessons. And fourth, the affirmations I'm working to use to help me overcome this idea. Alright, you guys, let's get into the next section. Alright, you guys, we're back. Section two, relapsing on social media. I think a lot of us relapse on social media. Like even people who do social media detoxes usually do them for a couple months, maybe a year. And then they relapse. And then they're back in the dopamine system, back in needing validation, back in this whole process. And I have I have done this so many times over the last four years of my life. Slowly but surely, it's, my relationship with social media is getting better each time. But I've been noticing recently, I've been caught. I have been caught in the trap of looking and seeking for validation on TikTok. The one platform that one video can get a million views and the next can get 50. (laughs) And I've been noticing myself having my self-worth absolutely strapped to that idea. Like I was talking about in the first part of this podcast. You know, I think just like how people are addicted to, uh, you know sex addicted to alcohol addicted to um so many different things right i think there's so many different addictions different drugs and all these things just like how someone can be addicted to a drug and alcohol uh, sex or whatever or power or money you can be addicted to validation and because like let's say you have, you get a viral video or you get a video or a post on your instagram or tiktok that gets more likes than normal and now you feel better about yourself. Now you feel good. I, I think that that in a way actually causes the start of the addiction, right? Because now you're going to be seeking that feeling as often as possible. And that was for me, like, the problem was is that I became addicted to the likes and views. Because I wrapped my self-worth up in that. And I basically said that if this video gets a lot of views, it's good enough. And therefore, that part of my personality and what I just expressed is good enough. Do you, did you see how twisted that is? Like, that is so sad, sad. That's sad. I've been, I'm saying all this because I, I see it in hindsight now. And it's like, damn, dude. Like, my entire self-worth is wrapped up in a platform that I can't control. And, you know, I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us, you know, we, we get caught up in the comments, too. Like, we'll get caught up in the DMs of what people are saying. Is, You've changed my life. Or in the comments, they're like, that's a beautiful post. You look good, honey, or whatever. Right? Whatever it is for you. And, you know, I think if we just neutralized all of that, and what I mean by neutralize is necessarily see it as the same as a hate comment. See a lot of likes, treat it the exact same as you would if you got a little bit of likes. Because I've been noticing this interesting aspect happen where we put, you know, a million views on a pedestal. And therefore, we we act like getting anything under that doesn't matter. Like... A million people what matters because that's what makes myself worth something. But when you get 800,000, we just treat that as a number rather than 800,000 people. 
or when you have all of your friends liking your post. That's a lot of people. And, you know, I think it's when we have, we put things on pedestals, we're bound to feel one way or another when it doesn't go our way, right? When you put something on the pedestal, that's your preference. And when it doesn't go and reach that pedestal, now you suffer, right? And that's, that's one thing that I've really realized is that a lot of us, we put preferences in our lives about how we want things to go. And if they don't go our way, then we have a fucking temper tantrum. We have a temper tantrum about it. When someone breaks up with you, uh, when you don't get the job that you wanted, when you don't get the, the grade on the test that you were looking for, when something in your life that you were hoping was going to go this way didn't go that way, you suffer. Because you put a preference and an expectation that life was just going to give you exactly what you wanted. And we all know this. And come on, we've all been here long enough to know that life doesn't give a fuck about what you want. It's trying to get you to grow and trying to give you what's good for you. And when I'm now that my posts are getting low engagement, it's good for me because it's helping me balance out the scale system of self-worth problem that I've been having. And but I think there's a whole another aspect to this that I didn't touch on in the first section. You know, I think a lot of us, we play roles in our lives, right? Like some of us are mother, some of us are father, some of us are son, some of us are student, co-worker, friend. Um, we play so many different roles in our lives. And I think on social media, it's just another role that we're all playing, right? But in this case, it's a very curated role, right? It's one that doesn't really show its downside. It's actually one that only shows its upside, only shows its upside. And... You know, we're like, oh, look at me, I'm in, I'm in Hawaii, or look at me, I'm here, I'm doing this, I bought this, I'm hanging out with these people, I'm doing this, I'm living the dream. And I think we all can decide what role we want to play on the internet. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, throughout the years I've been on the internet, I've played very different versions of myself. And I think I would get caught up in playing a certain person that would get validation instead of being true to who I am I would only show the parts of myself that I knew would get accepted by the community of people that I, that are on the internet right like if a video gets a million likes you want to remake that because that part of your personality of your belief systems in that role is now being validated so you're going to keep playing the roles that are only being validated rather than being who you are like if you only post videos and you decide to post a picture, that's going against all of the validation that you would be getting. And for me, I was so addicted to validation, but I was addicted to it in the sense of I'm only going to talk about mental health and relationships. These are for my old accounts. I'm only going to talk about mental health and relationships because that's all people value me for. I literally used to say that to people and I used to say that to myself all the time. And the thing is, is that if you only... If you only show a part of yourself in the internet and you, you're crutching yourself, right? Because in, in, in all honesty, just like in a friendship and in a relationship, if you only show a part of yourself, there's so much that they don't understand about you that you're not even giving them the chance to love and accept and support and or reject, right? And I think a lot of us don't show other parts of ourselves because we're afraid we're going to be judged for them and rejected for them. We only show the things that other people, that will make other people laugh, make other people feel okay, and make other people validate our existence. But I think in this healing journey, I'm really starting to realize that the people that I look up to are authentically themselves. They, they don't really give a fuck about whether or not you're validating their existence because their credentials is in their spirit. 
Their credentials and self-worth is in their being, not in you liking their post and giving them a comment or sharing what their being is saying to the world. And I think that idea in itself has actually started to really liberate me and liberate my heart from the fear of judgment on the internet, a fear of not being accepted for all parts of myself. So I'm making this podcast actually in pursuit of forcing that idea upon myself, forcing myself to instead of running away from the internet, forcing myself to express all of my being without the desire or needing the validation for my being. You know, I want to talk about this because, you know, a lot of us, we, we had to feel like we had to prove ourselves to our parents in order to get their love. And that's conditional love, right? The, the, the fact that you need to try and prove your worth to your parents to get their love is what's going to force you to try and prove your worth in a relationship, prove your, your worth in work. And, this, and all of those things, and especially in social media, right, prove this specific identity to the world so it can get validated and loved. We all truly just desire to be loved, right? We all just desire love and support. And I think a lot of that, though, we realize is that external is never something we can control you can't always control getting a million likes on something you can't always control your parents actually loving you you can't always control if your boss enjoys what you just did you know there's so many things that are out of our control and i think something that i've started to realize and i think something that can be really empowering for people is to realize that your self-worth is purely defined by you and your ability to to receive love can only be as big as your ability to give it to yourself i've been recently spending a lot of time away from the internet not to run away from it but more so to fill the void that i've been seeking so long on the internet to fill i've been trying to fill this void in myself of not accepting myself so i pushed things on the internet said things to get likes and engagement just to try and fill that void But in all honesty, it's just a hurt, wounded version of myself that wants a fucking hug. That wants to be reminded that they don't have to work for love. You should never have to work for love. Love is unconditional. True, true love is unconditional. It's not based on what you're giving it. It's always giving to you. Because it always has love coming into itself. That's the relapse section, you guys. That's Those have been the three things that I've been really struggling with is regarding relapsing on social media. Relapsing on the, the desire to be loved externally by people. To try and fill the void that my father never loved me the way that I needed him to. Along with the pressure to play a role that is validated. And we all shrink ourselves just so other people can accept us and love us. But in, all, but in all actuality, shrinking yourself is actually suppressing yourself, which is the opposite of healing and the opposite of growing. Let's get into the next section, you guys. All right, you guys, we're in the third section, which is my lessons. I'll make this section quicker because I did want to make this podcast quicker. But I'm just letting myself free flow, and I do appreciate you listening to any of this in the first place. I'm grateful to have you here, even just allowing my being to love you and support you upon your own journey. That means a lot to me. You know, I think something that 
I was I was talking about a little bit, and each of these points they all complement each other. But I'm just gonna say them from a different perspective now. You know, people are so busy playing other roles and shrinking themselves in their lives so other people can validate and accept them and love them. Because as a child, that's what they were taught. They have to only show different, only certain parts of themselves. Be a good kid. Suppress your actual opinions. Suppress your own interests and desires, just so that your parents can love and accept you. Take you to the good schools. Uh, talk about you to their friends. But it never really fills the void of love that you really needed. You just needed a hug. You needed to be supported upon your own decisions. You needed to be supported upon your own love. And I think a lot of us, we are so busy playing roles in our lives for other people that we haven't even figured out the fucking role we play in our own lives. Like you gotta remember, we're still living an individual life. You have a name, you have a body, you have an incarnation, you have a purpose, and you have experiences that you need to have here. And you're not gonna have them by playing all these different roles for other people so that you don't step on their toes and so that they can still love you and accept you and get that little bit of love from them. Yeah, you're not gonna grow that way. And I'm I'm realizing that. Like I'm not gonna grow. As a person, if I keep suppressing so many different parts of myself just because I'm afraid of them being rejected by people. But in all actuality, their rejection is something that I can't control. It's more so that I need to love and accept those parts and show up for those parts of myself. Because me being afraid of the rejection of other people is actually forcing me to reject myself in those parts of myself. Because I don't believe that I could even love those parts of myself because other people can't that's just another dependency you can love all parts of yourself regardless of other people can even show up for them because it's not their job to it's not their job like it's not the tree's job to ensure the plant grows it's not the bee's job to ensure the bear lives it's not it's not the rock's job to ensure the water keeps flowing. Water is its own being. Rocks are its own being. Trees are its own being. We are our own beings. And I think a lot of us need to start realizing that this is our life. And we are not going to be able to live our life if we are shrinking ourselves so that we can fit in other people's lives. We are writing our own novel. We are not playing side characters in other people's novels. Don't spend your whole life trying to be a background, an extra character in a movie for other people's lives and never living your own. Be the fucking main character in your own story. To be cringe. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people say that. <laughs> That's something that I want to empower you with those words because I'm empowering myself as I'm saying these things to you. This podcast is healing for me as much as it's healing for you. Now, the next thing. You know, people, they always say that they want unity. You know, they want, they want everyone to be connected. They don't want that. People want conformity. They don't, they, not freedom. You know, people don't want unity. People want conformity. And they, people are only going to love you to the level that they can accept you. People are only going to love you to the level that you fit into their world, to the level that they want to accept you, to the level that your belief system and who you are matches with whatever preferences they have of you and of the world. That only will ever make you a side character. And if you're lucky, you might become the partner, but you'll never, you'll never become the main character. 
that way. And you know, like I've realized that like people like let's 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 take this as something I'm not a political person, but this this is an observation. People want you to hate something. People want you to say something's right so that you can actually agree with their already illusion of something. Let's give an example, right? If you're a Republican, right? If you are a, a no, if even if you're religious, if you're a Christian, then that implies that you believe in God and you disown all the other gods. And if you are an atheist and you disown all gods and you disown Christianity. But the interesting thing is those are just two extreme polarities. Atheists expect you, in order for them to really accept you and for you to be like-minded like them, they're expecting you to hate and disown all other gods, all gods in general. And if you're a Christian, then they're forcing you to disown anything that's not Jesus Christ. Like, there's no need to disown one way or another. There's no right or wrong. There's no... We don't need to conform our identities to other people's preferences. You need to live by your own desire systems, by your own trust with life. I've decided to disown anything that is a right or wrong. Because I'm not going to say one thing's right and another thing's wrong. It's just the way that it is. But that's me. Because I put trust in life. And I think... The reason a lot of us have a hard time trusting God, trusting ourselves, and trusting life in general is because we have preferences and because we expect the world, God, life, and ourselves to conform to these preferences, to conform, to ha- to conform and do things that we want it to do. But that is only causing you suffering and causing you to hate other people, causing you to not like yourself, causing you to suppress and shrink yourself. Because you have all these preferences on how you want things to go. But in all actuality, if you decided to just let all of your preferences go, you wouldn't be shrinking yourself in other people's lives. You would just be being you unapologetically. Expressing your full being. And that in itself would expand your ability to be loved by the world because you were loving yourself so much that it expands your capacity to receive love. Now, why do we play roles, though, right? Why do we all play these roles in our lives? There's really only two reasons that I've noticed with myself why I play roles. One, because a lot of us were taught people-pleasing as a child. When you were taught people-pleasing, you were essentially were taught that if you act this way and be this way, then we can love you. To please others. You were taught to please others your entire life, which is fucking bullshit. You don't know anyone pleasure. You don't know anyone an apology. You don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't. I'm saying that to you because I needed to say that to myself. And another thing I think is because we have this desire. The reason that people, the reason that children become people pleasers is because the one thing that they really want is acceptance and love. Acceptance and validation. And when a parent isn't giving them those things, they will change themselves to survive And what I mean by survive is to get the conditional love that the parents are giving them. That's really why we play roles. And that we take that same relationship model that we learned as a child and we place that into our friendships, into our work life, into the relationship with ourselves, into the relationship we have with God and life in general. It's 
sad that we think that everything is actually conditional love when you need to realize that people who are hurt and have unprocessed trauma are only capable of giving you conditional love. People who have strong preferences are only capable of giving you conditional love. People who are toxic for you are only ever going to be capable of giving you conditional love until they heal. Because as you heal, you actually open your heart. And as you open your heart, that means you are accepting and loving of everything, not just things that go with your preferences. Let's get into affirmations. Fuck it. I'll say it in the same one. It's just a quick one. My friend gave me this interesting idea I'm going to make a separate video upon that's going to be in our little community membership club that I'll talk about in the next podcast episode that I'm working on. It's going to be our new year thing. It's going to be amazing. going to be moving our entire family off offline so that we could still be with each other without needing to be slaves to social media. And that's something I'm really excited about. Okay. Let's say these affirmations with me. Everything I'm looking for I can find within myself. Say it again. Everything I'm looking for, I can find within myself. Let's say the next one. The days I feel free of desire for validation is when I can express myself most freely. That was long. Let me say that again. The days I feel free of desire for validation is when I express myself most freely. Last, I show love to all parts of myself. One more time. I show love to all parts of myself. Let's remember, lifesavers, we're all in this journey together. And the one thing we always need to keep in mind is that life is always trying to love us. God is always trying to love you. I am always trying to love you. Those little kids inside of you are all just trying to get love from you. If you love those little kids, then you are loving yourself. And in doing all of that, life and God will love you even more. All right, you guys. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope your journey is going well. I'll see you soon. Take care. I'm your host, Micah Jones. And this is the Exploring with Micah podcast. Peace.